What is up, y'all? This is Scarlett, a.k.a. Scardi B, a.k.a. your resident emo historian. And join me as I unpack the history of Fall Out Boy and hip-hop. Look, y'all, there is a lot to cover in this limited-run podcast. So strap on in, because sugar, we're going in. Y'all are back with me, Scardi B, and this is Sugar We're Going In, the only podcast about the history of Fall Out Boy and hip hop. And I know every time I say it, it doesn't get any more clearer, but if you know, you know there is a long standing history between the pop punk icons uh fallout boy and the hip-hop community hip-hop culture in general and i'm here to unpack that all for you because who else but me scardi b to do this anyway so for the folks that are new here hi number one you're probably super hot if you're into fallout boy and hip-hop love that for you welcome in this show we've covered everything from jay-z on their infinity on high album Babyface producing on that same album, Patrick Stump's production credits with Gym Class Heroes, Lupe Fiasco, and many more, as well as the song One and Only with Timbaland. My last couple episodes are about that specific song, One and Only, and includes an interview with the co-producer and co-writer of One and Only, Hannon Lane, who is an absolute sweetheart, a real, real, like, real-to-God artist, um, and it was so fun to hear about that session. So basically what I'm telling you is that you have six months of like goodness waiting for you to binge. So get at it. You can literally pause. I'm going to be right here. Go listen to that. Come back smarter, wiser, hotter than ever. And you'll be like, okay, Scardi, I'm ready. Before we get started, there is some light housekeeping. Number one, I will see you January 24th for my next live emo bingo in Philly. It's at City Winery, the loft at City Winery, and all my listeners will get 15% off their ticket. Uh, So if you enter Sugar24 on the ticket link I have in the show notes, you'll get a nice little discount there. Reserve your table. You get to like reserve your own table with your homies. So it's going to be so fun. It's so out last time you're gonna want to come and the dress code everybody's been asking me scardy like what's the dress code fueled by ramen chic okay whatever that means to you i'm trying to be head to toe and clandestine okay and that's really the vibe that i'm going for i want to look like cobra starship threw me up and it's mostly because i want to manifest that we all do like the the good see pleasure dance together but a girl can dream either way it's happening january wednesday 24th of january of 2024 if you're not listening to this in 2024 or it's not even january so sorry you missed it but hopefully there are many many more to come and just to keep the weekend going on that sunday january 28th i will be at the foundry with hot rod circuit and punchline uh they're doing a huge bill together doing two anniversary albums back to back it is going to be such a great time if you an emo if you an emo for fucking real, I'm going to need you there at Hot Rod Circuit and Punchline at the Foundry. Again, Sunday, January 28th. So you get to hang out with me, Scardi B, on the 24th and the 28th. Like, pick your poison. Pick both, hopefully. Today is deep lore. Today is like bottom of the iceberg type shit. We are talking CFOB, Citizens for Our Betterment. Get familiar. You already know that as soon as you heard that, 
if you're a real real like fob like emo like nerd like deeply obsessed like i am when you hear get familiar you get chills through your spine through your legs through your arms like it was a moment clinton sparks shout the fuck out we'll actually be talking to clinton sparks who was the dj for this mixtape on the next episode which is fucking crazy so i'm gonna try not to let too much of the magic and goodness of what cfob is and was um out but you're gonna have to tune in next time for that great so here we are um first of all it's it's finna get political but not in the way that you think it's gonna be um number one fact thanks to joe biden we have pete wentz which means that we have fallout boy thanks joe biden right so pete's parents met on joe biden's like campaign team um back in the year 19 right so a that's fucking crazy and so Fall Out Boy has always been deeply ingrained in politics from the punk bands that they were in to their song lyrics and just like their attitudes towards like, you know, what it means to be a community and what it means to stand up for it. So it's no surprise that right around the really critical elections, 2008, uh, there was a surplus of eyes and energy being, you know, being siphoned over to the campaign trails to what it means to, you know, be a part of this bigger part of history with a new president being elected. CFOB is a mixtape and it had it all. It had ludicrous, it had Clinton Sparks, it had demos, it had skits, it had interludes, it had everything you needed and it was packaged so beautifully because it was never before heard demos and clips and things that never ever hit streaming services. In true Sugar We're Going In form, I'm breaking it all down for you, regardless if you are coming here from the emo scene, from the hip hop scene, let's let's get into it. So mixtapes have been a staple in hip hop culture for decades, okay? They serve as a platform for an artist to share like raw and experimental content with their fans uh, using things like SoundCloud, you know, actual physical mixtapes. And unlike studio albums, like mixtapes often feature collaborations and remixes, freestyles, like providing more of a glimpse into this artist's creative process, as well as, you know, their collaborations and the people that they surround themselves with. These mixtapes have evolved from underground circulation to mainstream phenomenon. You know, they're crucial for artist development and fan base building. Getting these leaks, these demos, these freestyles, these collaborations that you'll never hear anywhere else. That's what this hip hop like mixtape culture was about. Now, let's talk about Fall Out Boy, a band known primarily for their pop punk anthems, but by 2008, they were already a household name in the rock scene. And what happens when a band like that dives into the world of hip hop so publicly? And that brings us to our main story, CFOB. CFOB was a mixtape uh, that came out in 2008. So this was right before Folia Do, which is why we're doing it right now. Uh, again, during a really critical time right before the elections. And I actually have a connection to CFOB and the guerrilla marketing that happened from it. Um, 
I asked Pete a question on FOBR. Shout out FOBR, Fall Out Boy Rock. If you know, you know that was like the original website. If you can like see it in your mind's eye, the the throne of the cork tree van banner to the infinity on high and having Franklin right at the middle. And people <laughs> would say, well, boardies would be like, oh my God, like if you click the star three times and then click left, like something magical happened and everybody fell for it every time. It was such a moment, but you were able to ask the band or Pete questions directly on the website and pray and pray he would answer and the stuff that he would answer sometimes is fucking crazy for a moment I was like yo like he's really picking the worst ones to answer as in like as people being like fuck this like why are you guys doing this why are you guys doing that so like respect Pete but I wrote a really <laughs> sentimental quote and unquote um letter to them just being like oh we miss you like this is remember Foley hasn't even been announced I'm starving it's been like what a year since like infinity on high like i was like i need more and so i asked pete a question i'm like so like do you think fall boy's gonna keep going like what's next and he answers really thoughtfully man i wish i had a fucking link to this like the one thing i can't find and he ends it with um congratulations like your number 60 dash 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 and i remember getting to see that and being like, oh my God, Pete answered my question. Then being like, what the fuck was that? Now, 60 dash 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 was, and we'll later find out, is the was the working title for Citizens of For Our Betterment. So CFOB mixtape. So all of a sudden everybody's like, so what do you mean? And that unleashes a absolute hellscape of hours and days and weeks I will never get back but there were some of the most fun times I had online figuring out what this mixtape was when it was coming out who was on it Pete you are a king nobody will do viral marketing like you so that exact date of my question being answered was August 8th 2008 now on August 18th 2008 Pete the basis of fallout boy launched a viral campaign for what would eventually be revealed as their fourth studio album fully Adieu. the centerpiece of this campaign was a mixtape named welcome to the new administration citizens for our betterment and this wasn't just any mixtape it was a melting pot of the sounds and collaborations that make fallout boy so special now featuring artists from their label decay dance and beyond like it included names like panic at the disco and ludicrous <laughs> so it did a good job at capturing the energy of the label right dorky optimistic with moments of pure genuine gold Welcome to the new administration was right around the time that they were super heavily just promoting their collaborations with hip hop. Remember, we had just had one and only with Timbaland, the Jay-Z feature, Babyface on the album. And that didn't stop there, right? Patrick producing for Lupe Fiasco during this time too. It was very apparent the amount of influence both genres and both, you know, uh, collaborators had on each other and the mixtape was Fall Out Boy's way of using hip-hop elements you know without like jumping the shark right it was like it wasn't about Fall Out Boy becoming rappers it was about embracing the influence and creating something unique with it um, and that is exactly what they did the mixtape dropped November 4th, 2008, the same day of the U.S. presidential election. It was part of a fake campaign called Citizens for Our Betterment, and the fans were sent on a 
wild wild chase around the internet with like these cryptic clues and like mysterious like website links that we were supposed to click and like find secret like things to click i mean the hype was so real i mean i remember staying up hours and hours and hours just on the boards trying to figure this out and basically we were just trying to figure out if this mixtape was part of like some bigger political statement or again just a marketing stunt regardless we were hooked but let's take a step back and talk about the actual content itself, right? The marketing went viral, it worked. The mixtape itself is a nod to hip hop culture, right? It features snippets and demos, much like whatever you would hear in like a Lil Wayne or Kanye West mixtape at the time. It was a chance for Fall Out Boy to experiment with new sounds, new directions, share unfinished ideas, almost like a director's cut of their music. This comes at a really critical time for Fallout Boy where we would later know that they released Foley Adu, which is such, you know, I'm not going to say such a departure from Infinity on High, but introduced so many new elements that it really left a lot of the fan base polarized. The wrong side. Because Foley Adu is the best album to ever come out. Thank you. I will not be taking any questions at this time. If you have any fucking feedback, you can send it to suckmydick at gmail.com. Really appreciate it and looking forward to hearing from you. So you can't talk about a mixtape either without mentioning a, a beef, right? We heard in the Kanye West Fallout Boy mashups tape, you know, they were talking about going back and forth and just like beef makes culture, makes history. It's, it's just a part of it all. And again, it wouldn't be a proper hip hop <laughs> mixtape without uh, a twist of events, right? Something to create some tension. And what happened was that the viral campaign that Pete was running was momentarily hijacked by Copeland, which is another band. And they saw the traffic that was happening and directed the Citizens for Our Betterment website to promote their own album. Now, it was a clever move at the time that like kind of blurred the lines between like two separate viral viral campaigns, creating even more buzz. But I know if I was Pete, I'd be fucking pissed. Like I would I would appreciate the hustle, but like fuck y'all. Now we have a story from our dude, James Montgomery himself, um, and this was for MTV News on August 21st, 2008 at 9.40 a.m. Fallout Boy Citizens for our Betterment viral campaign hijacked by Florida rockers Copeland. Now, the, the quote goes, there was nothing malicious about it, Copeland says, of intentional website <laughs> mix-up. <laughs> Shady James. Um, but the article goes, what's the difference between Fallout Boy and Melancholy and Melancholy and Melancholy and Melancholy Florida Rockers Copeland? Turns out just the letter U. If you're confused, you're not alone. Depending on what you've read since Tuesday night, the bands were either planning to tour together, release an album on the same day, or perhaps open a joint checking account. And that's all thanks to part of to a pair of viral marketing campaigns that somehow merged into one befuddling not only legions of both bands fans but the bands themselves the story is ongoing as all things viral must certainly be and there will be plenty of twists and turns yet to be revealed but for sanity's sake here's our attempt to clear up a little bit of the confusion as we know these are the facts the facts go as follow. On Monday, the website of Fall Out Boy bassist Pete Wentz's label, Decadence, was hacked by a group calling themselves Citizens for Our Betterment. And that was met with a decidedly 
eh reaction from fans on the message board until the following morning when paparazzi photos of Pete Wentz's wife, Ashley Simpson, began to make the rounds, showing her clearly, almost too clearly, holding a pamphlet for the same group. Genius. And James, some people may have been like, uh, but I was like, ah, okay? I was on those boards. I knew I was there. Almost instantly, the boards began to buzz. True. Was this all some sort of incredibly bizarre way of beginning promotion on Fall Out Boy's new album, which Pete had told MTV that would be out later this year? And the fact that members of the Decadence Act, The Cab, has suddenly taken to performing with Citizens for Our Betterment scrawled all over their guitars only seemed to confirm the suspicion and not to mention that this organization's initials are CFOB. The site repeatedly pointed to a date, November 4th, 2008, election day adding to the suspicion and speculations that fall the new fall boy album would be in stores early november and everything began to hum along until things got weirder on tuesday night fans began to notice that the citizens site is now linked to another page run right back to the start.com which eventually took you further into the rabbit hole of a simpler site you are my sunshine album.com featuring a photograph of some trees with October 14th, 2008 scribbled underneath it. Perhaps the date at the first single would drop. This is what they were speculating. Now, it seems like fans had the release date of now, it seems like fans had the release date and title of the new Fall Out Boy album, plus the date that they would expect to hear the debut single. And there was much, oh my going, only that the rejoicing was short-sighted because this is where Copeland got involved. See, what fans don't know is that the Citizens site from where they had begun their link-fueled voyage wasn't Fallout Boys. It was Citizens for our betterment, F-O-U-R, as opposed to F-O-R, a mirror site launched by Copeland to generate a little buzz and promote the album of their own. Just how they managed to trick fans into heading to their site and not Fall Out Boys is still very unclear, although it probably has to do something with the unintentional or not typo on the Fall Out Boy Live Journal fan site. But the fact remains that the two viral campaigns had merged into one and no one seemed to be aware of it. What the fuck? And as a direct effect of that crossover, all the subtle tricks Copeland had created to promote their album, a sticky web that included not only runbacktothestart.com and youaremysunshinealbum.com sites, but also a phony professor named Peter A. Steeple, whose name, when it's scrambled, spells out the title of Copeland's 2006 album, Eat, Sleep, Repeat, his equally phony nonprofit and YouTube page featuring a mysterious clip of a song being sung backwards, had now suddenly infiltrated Fall Out Boy's viral world and it was no longer clear which party was involved and who had the control and who was carefully plotting these campaign points that they had designed. The viral, it would seem, had really gone viral. It would seem that Copeland had some serious explaining to do. After all, they had stolen all of Fall Out Boy's thunder. And when MTV News reached out to frontman Aaron Marsh for comment on the entire situation, he did explain. Sort of. We've been discussing a viral campaign for three or four months now, placing some of the stuff on the net. So this way, so this was just wacky timing. Marsh said the whole video concept behind our campaign is that we wanted people to be looking at our website when they were thinking they were looking at someone else's. So we were perking around and 
Then follow up, we started their site, so we decided to use theirs. There was nothing malicious about it. We just saw the opportunity to reel in way more people. And when I think about how it might affect Fall Out Boy, all I can say is that Pete's a clever bloke, and he probably would have done the same thing if he had thought it. He continued. I mean, think about it. Two campaigns are very similar, that theirs is supposed to look like an ominous organization that's mucking around. The way the two campaigns cross doesn't hurt anyone. Marsh said that neither he or his bandmates have heard anything from Fall Out Boy or their management. And he added that the Fall Out Boy site wasn't the only one to receive the Copeland treatment. They had also launched a mirror of the scene site, AbsolutePunk.net, and theirs used AbsolutePunk.net with a number one instead of the L, which also linked to their various viral sites. And to clear up everything even further, it is confirmed that yes, You Are My Sunshine is the name of the upcoming Copeland album coming out October 14th on Tooth and Nail Records. Perfect, they got their publicity there. And no, Fall Out Boy has nothing to do with any of that. The whole idea of mocking other sites and if life went according to plan, you would have seen that continue. Instead, it got ripped to shreds overnight, Marsh said. It wasn't done maliciously. And everything I've heard about Pete is that he's a marketing kind of guy. He's the king of making people talk and ruffling feathers. So he would have done the same thing if he could have. So Fall Out Boy fans are mad about the whole thing. Well, all I can say is that Pete would have done the same thing. Fighting words. But I understand and respect. MTV News contacted Wentz for a comment on the entire situation. While he didn't seem upset at Marsh or anyone in Copeland, he did admit to being pretty amazed how far out of control the entire thing had gotten. And he added that there were still many twists to come. In fact, FOB Citizen Site may have nothing to do with the album at all. To me, this is not a marketing campaign. It's a way to cause excitement about your art and have people earn it and understand it. The campaign we began is not ultimately a record release or an announcement of a tour, he wrote in an email. 60 dash dash dash, the name he'd given the endeavor, had always been a project of, of a different nature. I don't believe that the full campaign has begun, and I also believe people are taking over the ship in a truly viral way. It doesn't hurt anyone, and hopefully it tells the story of the project better and makes it more appreciated. And that was Pete for James Montgomery's 2008 uh copeland versus fallout boy beef man i really respect people like you know when p takes the high road like you're in the fucking wrong like i totally get again and respect what copeland was like was like yo p is a smart man and if he could he would but you're not pete once so chill out was the album good should i listen to it should everybody just as a homework listen to it nah 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 nah, nah. we're good on that all right, now that we're done smelling that beef, all right, um, let's really get into what Pete had to say regardless about this project. And here's an amazing quote from Pete that I really just think encapsulates all this delicious beef and just like what it takes to be make a mixtape, what makes a mixtape. And Pete goes, to me, the thing I loved about Lil Wayne mixtapes and Kanye mixtapes is that they usually contain snippets of ideas that later became different ideas. It was like an alternative take, like seeing our director's cut. To me, Welcome to the New Administration was a chance for us to put a bunch of our ideas together that never really made it. In true Pete faction, the weirdness did not end there. Um, there would be several other 
um, update to the site, which included finally on August 25th of 2008, the Citizens for Our Betterment website was redirected to like a friends or enemies page, shout out friends or enemies, which displayed an image of a voting booth and featured ballots uh, with several names of the decadence artists listed on them. And you could click on each individual ballot and there was like an audio clip from that artist reciting passages from past posts on the Citizens for Our Betterment website. There was one clip that was the interlude by Ludacris that was announcing that Foliardu would be released November 4th. The album's release date, however, you already know what happened, was delayed until December 16, 2008 here in the U.S. And if you're like me and ordered the pre-order, you didn't get that fucking shit until January. I'm not gonna name names, but Schman Schmed, count your days. There was a specific post that really stood out to me and it was because it featured Pharrell from NERD and it's from Pete's blog, A Homeboy's Life, if you know, you know, and it goes walking the halls of the old CFOB building is pretty awe-inspiring. I can't believe this place used to be buzzing with young up-and-comers. The last note I ever saw was just an address and a date and had a lot of fun in Denver this weekend with the guys in NERD. Thank you for tuning in bigger and better than ever. And that was August 26 on a blog. What? With just a picture of like Pete, Patrick, and Pharrell, which is like, I honestly should make it my phone background. And I'm not, I, I really don't know what I'm waiting for. Finally, on November 4th, CFOB was unveiled. Here is what the track list includes. I mean, before we even get into the track list, let's listen to this interlude with Ludacris. Holy fucking shit. This sent me and continues to send me all this time later. What up? This is Ludacris. Letting you know the new Fallout Boy album in stores November 4th. New album is called Folly I Do. Or Folly I Do. Man, I don't know how to. Man, I don't speak French. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Pete, man, I see you trying to DJ, right? Now I hear you want to be a rapper? What? Man, don't even try. <laughs> Don't even try to come into my territory, man. I'll battle you to the death. Yo, Clint Sparks, do what you do best. And get these people familiar, goddammit. Why the fuck would y'all name y'all album some shit people can't even pronounce? This some bullshit. Just make sure you go get it when it come out. Luda! <laughs> so this is how the mixtape starts. Well, actually, it technically starts with Guy Ripley, but let's be for real, Ryland. Let's be for real. I love, I love Guy, but Guy is the opener to Ludacris headlining <laughs> this mixtape at this time. And now, like I said, I have an interview coming out next with Clinton Sparks, who was the DJ behind this, is the famous Get Familiar and everything in between about this album. And did you know that CFOB, the mixtape, was put together in 20 four hours we're gonna hear straight from the legendary dj himself on all things music industry and cfob coming up but 24 hours that's how long or short fallout boys team gave clinton sparks to put it together but clinton is a beast and he said yes and it made history now, here is the track list. So after Guy Ripley and Ludacris comes Alpha Dog and Omegalomaniac by Fall Out Boy, a demo, a demo for Lake Effect Kid, I Don't Care in parentheses 27, which is like a demo and a snippet. Catch Me If You Can slash a proclamation of emancipation. It's a demo mashup and it's Fall Out Boy featuring Travi from Gym Class Heroes. That's my favorite 
track like please again i'm not taking any feedback at this time like that track needs to go live immediately we had bounce a snippet by the cab we had first timers with taiga which was featuring um evan from the blacklist club northern downpour a snippet of that from panic at the disco nearly witches i kissed a boy by cobra starship i'm gonna say this once gabe supporta was really the weird al yankovic of decadence because tell me why this man made both i kissed a boy and hollaback girl tell me tell me anyway the next one is automatic eyes the suave suarez remix which i believe it's alex suarez from cobra starship and it's the academy is featuring taiga homecoming um a snippet by hey monday um, Take My Hand, Machine Shop Production, which is the cab featuring Cassidy Pope of Hey Monday, Queen, uh, California Girls, a demo by Tyga, Cookie Jar, one of my favorite Gym Class Heroes songs, um, it was a snippet, um, Oh Dakota, an acoustic demo from A Rocket to the Moon, uh, Bada Bing with a Pipe uh, was Four Years Strong, and then came Clinton Sparks being like, yo, text Fallout Boy, FOB to 66937. Um, and you were able to like sign up for like links and like extra updates from Fallout Boy, please. My flip phone never opened so quickly. It was probably my sidekick at the time. It was probably my sidekick at the time that was whipping open to be like six, six, nine, three, seven and getting all those T-Mobile charges on my shit. Whatever. I do anything for Fallout Boy. Anyway, track 20 is about a girl. A snippet by the Academy is and the hush sound with We Believe in Barack Obama. Wait. Let, let me play this track real quick. It's the change that we can believe in. Yo, all these years later, I'm still singing that in my head at least once a month. Shout out to the Hush Sound. Shout out to Greta. Greta, wherever you are, girl, we love you. I love you. The Hush Sound went crazy. If you were, I need you to get familiar with the Hush Sound if you're not into it like that. Um, there was a mixtape snippet by Butch Walker. There was an interlude by Cobra Starship. Uh, the America Sweethearts a demo snippet by Fall Out Boy. And finally, this outro between Clinton Sparks and Pete Wentz. And it's super cute and ends the mixtape on a perfect, perfect note. So obviously, on top of a mixtape being a very hip hop culture thing, we had people like Ludacris, Travi, Tyga on this mixtape, um, just put, bringing it, being really the glue that held it all together. It was so awesome to see everybody's collaborations. And again, some of these songs ended up coming out later. Something like uh, Lake Effect Kid, I Don't Care, came out on Foley. Um, and just everything that kind of stayed in this tiny little mixtape world it is understandable why people are fucking pissed that this shit isn't on streaming but as we'll hear a little bit at the next episode with clinton sparks it's not so motherfucking easy but i am holding the cadence uh responsible and accountable by reposting this and making sure that they pull that up for us because the the youth need to know and the elders we need we need our food so please feed us we need cfob on streaming services on the low on the low, maybe maybe it's Schmoy 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 who puts it out. It doesn't have to be you. It could be a picture of Pete Wentz with a mustache and that's it and be like, not Pete Wentz. Please upload it because if not, you're going to get crazy bitches like me, Scardi B, 
And you know, in True Sugar, we're going in fashion. We ask for forgiveness rather than permission. And I am giving you now the full mixtape. Stick around to the end of the episode and you'll hear it because fuck it. So what's the tea, right? Let's bring it all together. Fallout Boy, after Infinity on High and before Foley Do, had a viral marketing campaign, Citizens for a Betterment, uh, Fresh Only Bakery, Welcome to the New Administration. This was all such a viral marketing era that I remember so clearly, and it led to one of the most amazing mixtapes of all time, if not the rock mixtape, like official mixtape, with a legendary DJ like Clinton Sparks, who we will hear from next episode here on sugar we're going in let me draw some air horns for that yes okay and this mixtape included ludicrous travi taiga and just all the goodness that makes a good mixtape go and this was all fallout boys gift to us on november 4th and just again holding us over until foley do actually came out um but it was such a magical time and that's why i want y'all to hear it so again um Meet me at Philly Emo Bingo uh, on Wednesday, January 24th. And then I'll be at the Foundry to see Hot Rod, Circuit, and Punchline. So join me for a very emo weekend. This has been Scardi B, your fucking emo queen. And this was Sugar, we're going in. We just went the fuck in once again. But what's new, right? What's new? If you're new here, you're going to get familiar real quick. I know I'm just going to keep saying that because now it's stuck in my head forever. So please enjoy. This is the full mixtape. Fall Out Boy Citizens for Our Betterment. Welcome to the new administration. Enjoy. Bye. Get familiar. Hello, I'm Guy Ridley. Welcome to the 2008 Decadence Mixtape. Today, you'll be hearing music from some of my favorite bands. Fallout Boy, Panic at the Disco, Gym Class Heroes, The Academy Is, Cobra Starship, The Cab, Tiger Man, Hey Monday, The Hushed Sound, and more. Won't you join me for some of the most exquisite music in the world? What up, this is Ludacris. Letting you know the new Fallout Boy album in stores November 4th. New album is called Folly I Do, or Foley I Do. Man, I don't know how to, man, I don't speak French. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Pete, man, I see you trying to DJ, right? Now I hear you want to be a rapper? What? Man, don't even try, <laughs> don't even try to come into my territory, man. I'll battle you to the death. Yo, Clint Sparks, do what you do best. And get these people familiar, god damn it. Why the fuck would y'all name y'all album some shit people can't even pronounce? This some bullshit. Just make sure you go get it when it come out. Luda! <laughs> Welcome to the new administration! Clean Sparks! Fallout Boy! Get familiar!
Clint Sparks Smash Time Radio. ClintSparks.com, FriendsOrEnemies.com. You are now rocking with the hottest show on radio. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, tonight is the Welcome to the New Administration edition. It's all about Fallout Boy. Get familiar. And like every week, we have rappers, actors, athletes, low self-esteem whores on the show. This week is no different. We got an actor you may know him from Austin Powers. A lot of movies. He goes by the name of Seth Green. Get familiar, ladies and gentlemen. He's checking in on the phone line. Now, Seth, you go back a ways with Fallout Boy. You've known him for quite some time now. Talk to us about how you met them. You know, I met Fallout Boy maybe seven years ago when they were playing uh, in between strippers at the Star Garden on Microsoft. And I remember being uh, a little unimpressed with their style, but you know, they just had a, a spot from them that I thought was really appealing. And I gave them $25 in tips, and that was enough for them to get their speakers out of hock, and we've been friends ever since. I never much cared for their music, but they're really great at yard work and almost available when I need to get to the airport. So I guess that's the nicest thing I can say. Thanks, guys. Best of luck. Play for a band called The Cab. Check out our song Bounce. Bounce, bounce, bounce. From our debut album Whisper War in, in stores, stores now. Welcome. Welcome to the new administration. New. Oh! 
The new Just 
And this is the remix of Automatic Eyes from our new album, Fast Times at Barrington High. Thank you, Alex Suarez. I know you like what you're listening to. Big shouts out to MTV, the E Channel, Daily 10. Queens, 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 Spock. Ben Lyon, Sound Master Hold on tight, we'll be dropping October 7th.
It's the Fallout Boy mixtape. Welcome to the new administration. 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 The new
the real ones from across the border. Yeah. Got yeah. a Miami chick, she always body tanning yeah. for me. Hey. I made it rock with my payment at Atlanta, hey. Georgia. Yeah. She always making the finger snap, cause I don't listen to what no. subliminal in the north, it's always cold. But my music takes at night, at night, no cows. Travis, Cookie Jar, 
video out now. Check me out in the video. <laughs>
Text the new Fallout Boy short code to FOB to 66937 for some instant gratification. Trust me, you want to do this. Let's go! How's it going? <laughs> We're the Hush Sound, and you're listening to the Fall Out Boy mixtape. Check out our new album, Goodbye Blues, in stores now. Let's take a moment to just chill out. 
get yourself together. Oh, because we are not done. Welcome to the administration. Let's go. This is your boy, G-A-V-E of Cobra Starship. I'm hanging out with the one and only, Rylan Blackington. Yo, Ryan. Yo. How come they call you Pleasure, son? Because the pleasure's all you, all you, all you. the Cobra Starship, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to keep a close eye on your personal belongings. That means you, ladies. Keep a close watch on that booty. Take one eye off it. And I'm gonna take I'm it gonna from you! ClintonSparks.com, FriendsOrEnemies.com. Anything else you want to say, Pete? That's it, folks. Thanks for listening. You can go back to listening to whatever other crap you're listening to <laughs> till November 4th. Woo! Thank you, and good night. <laughs> hey, Pete, would you really battle Ludacris?